0: you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much.
1: I'm with ADHD. Uh, I never know the day of the week, and uh, I kind of build my days out all of the same. Uh, in the morning, therefore, I don't even have to, uh, r- you know, recognize that it's what day of the week it is, and so uh, I, I really enjoyed that that take. And uh, hopefully, everyone is having, a, you know, a great morning. I've, I've been in the room uh, most of the morning, and and loving the vibe and the energy, and and uh, hopefully, you know, we'll kind of keep that going here for the next 30 minutes. I'm the one in the in the pink background uh, there with the uh, I have a crypto dad uh, NFT and. It's wearing a uh, a 24 purple jersey. We refer to this uh, NFT as a, a girl dad NFT, but uh, on this day uh, where we remember we lost uh, Kobe Bryant, you know, it's one uh, that you know, in honor of you know Mamba mentality and and uh, you know someone being taken from us too early. Uh, had to pay a little respects and 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 love for for him and and the impact he made on so many. And you know, for me, you know the you know the conversation I wanted to share and and really what I wanted to kind of put out there is actually a little bit, you know, outside of the, uh, the NFT creator economy, uh, speaking world. And it's more on, you know, the idea, you know, where, where, and it kind of builds right on where Brad was at there in the sense of, you know, when we're thinking about where we are today in 2022, and really what is possible, I'm going to challenge everyone that's listening right now to, you know, question yourself, on your ability to be curious about what skills and what things you can accomplish because of the global pandemic and the world with what we've gone through in the last two years. Because I can tell you, for me, what has been currently happening in, in my world is something that I don't believe I ever would have thought is possible. And for those that don't know most of my story, I have was diagnosed ADHD at 31 years old. Uh, I am now 40 years old. And you know that day changed my life. It was a day, um, although I had found massive success in my career, massive success along uh, in my journey uh, after school. It you know my entire life was really built on that that concept of just not knowing why I couldn't do the simple things and why I struggled to do the things that you know people would often say you know everyone's doing it, Brian. Why can't you just do it? And you know even as I got promoted, I, I was the the youngest senior vi- vice president. Uh, of the government contractor out, out of the Pentagon here in Washington, DC, you know, the, the ceremony, you know, completed and I remember my my dad's first comment. And my dad's a big supporter, but my dad's first comment that day was, you know, Brian, congrats, they rewrote that that contract for you. But just imagine if you applied yourself. And I remember that day. I remember that comment because I was applying myself. I was working my I mean working my you know every ounce and fiber of my being and and for me, on that day, I got diagnosed ADHD. Uh, it was a day that really I moved from feeling broken to just being reminded that my brain works differently. And the, and those of us that are are neurodiverse, it's part of the like the the thing that and the challenge that comes out of being diagnosed is that it is a, a bit of a freedom, but it's also a bit of a uh, of a journey because you go through this this grieving period of. Uh, of really you know frustration and upset where you start questioning why did it take 31 years for someone just to allow me to recognize that my brain works differently and you're you just wonder why you know someone didn't help you out younger and 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 for me you know it was a couple years later you know through uh, a, a circle of friends with my mom uh, in a Facebook group that uh, my mom was reminded from one of her friends that I was actually diagnosed at, at 11 years old and my mom because of the time, you know, this was 1991, and my mom had gone back to her, f- her circle of friends, and, and they kind of were like, well, you know, only bad parents, you know, medicate their kids. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, for my mom, and, and at that time, you know, that was just kind of like the stigma, and my mom kind of pushed it off. It wasn't something she was avoiding telling me, it was just something that she didn't remember, and, and it was a very interesting time kind of realizing that, you know, there was a 20-year gap between uh, the first time and, and the second time. And, you know, for me, over these nine years since being diagnosed ADHD, there's been lots of lessons that I can kind of attach to, you know, business and, and my career and my life. And one of them is really just the, the, when you get diagnosed and when you're going on this neurodiverse journey, you start to really hone in on self-awareness. And I, I firmly believe self-awareness is... The skill set, the focus—that if we spent more time on it, we would see immense results in every aspect of our lives. And you know, part of the beauty of self-awareness, especially you know for me, was not only kind of you know recognizing and, and reminding myself of the of the things that I I do really well, but also reminding myself of like the things I don't do well. And you know, kind of forcing me to kind of own into you know the things that i struggle with and the things that you know now that i i know that i you know was diagnosed the things that i i've really always struggled you know throughout my entire life and i will tell you you know like for me i was the the person that you know when uh you know when someone would say you know when i would come in my mom would always say like brian why do you put the you know the cup next to the sink you don't even put it in the sink or you don't put it into the dishwasher or you know I'm at 40 years old today and you know there's a sticky note on the my bedroom door in my uh, in my house here in Northern Virginia that says uh, brush your teeth and that might sound very trivial or kind of weird but at 40 years old just because of the way my brain works it doesn't I don't prioritize I don't think about doing something that I should be doing every single day of my life and I have to remind myself of those things and I say all of that because one of the things that was I was on this journey of self-awareness was I started to, you know, really kind of just hone in on these things that I, I believed in. But I, I, I made a mistake and, I, and I've made this mistake uh, and, and, and a very grave mistake. And, and thankfully, I kind of recognized it. And part of it was just the idea that it's very easy for us to be self-aware and be retroactive and, and reverse engineer back into, you know, the, the growing up or, you know, the last 10 years. But I do think it's really important for us to own that the world has changed and we have changed these last two years. Because I will tell you, one of the things that I was always very loud and, and almost proud about was that you know I, I relish in organized chaos. And I really own the fact that you know, I am one that is a multi-hyphenate. I am not someone that niches down. And, and, and I'm a big believer that if you have a niche, you should own that niche, you should, you know, double down and make it your thing. But I am proof, my, my career, my life, my, the things that I've accomplished, um, that I've done it the other way. I, I, I'm proof that, you know, if you haven't found your niche yet, or um, you struggle, or your creativity is limited when you're, you're attempting to niche down, you can still find success uh, being multi-hyphenated without that, that niching down concept. But there's aspects of like our lives and like how we look at things that we can oftentimes kind of overlook or prevent ourselves from doing something new. And you know, I've been an early adopter in platforms and technology. My you know my full-time job is a digital futurist and and keynote speaker. And I've had the luxury of you know speaking in 76 countries around the world. I, I do about 60 keynotes each year. And and as my, as a futurist, as someone that is an early adopter. I love new technology and I will tell you the you know the, the apps that I have the biggest following on most people don't even know the names of those apps because they didn't last very long and I kind of have a, a, a an addiction to uh, you know testing out new technology trying out new things and and a lot of those platforms disappear and, and for many they would look at that as a, a waste and for me it's just kind of how my brain works and how I kind of operate and you know kind of move forward and so I will tell you the the mistake that i made the lesson and the thing that i think connects these dots you know for me was that you know yes i i always you know owned the fact that i you know lived in organized chaos and i always owned the fact that you know it was something that was kind of a, attached to my multi hyphenness and for those that you know to clarify on adhd and i think this is an important aspect here is that you know we often associate adhd with squirrel or we hear comments like everyone has a little ADHD and I will challenge every single person to please uh, stop saying that and remove that from uh, your vocabulary or from your narrative because for those of us that are diagnosed or not diagnosed, when those things are said, it's often the the thing in our brain that will go oh well if everyone has it there's no reason for me to research it or discover you know the things about me or the things that work and the thing about ADHD is is actually is that we it's not that we don't ha- have focus it's actually quite opposite it's that we struggle regulating our focus we can be extremely hyper focused. And in many ways, I become ho- so hyper focused on, on things my entire life that I could block out the world, forget to eat for an entire day because I'm so excited or, or passionate or locked in on, on something that I'm working on. And so for me as an early adopter, as someone that has, you know, really lived on the on the bleeding edge of things, you know, I've, I've kind of come up with like ways that things work and I know how to kind of set myself up for success. And so I have to tell you that, you know, today is day 76. So day 76 of a of a challenge that I took on and it started on November 11th of last year and it's something that I would have never imagined I would have been able to do. And I think that to me is the is the lesson here is that you know if you would have asked me before the pandemic you know what how how Brian what is you know, what is your skill set around being consistent how are you when it comes to consistency? you know, my my reply back without question would be, you know what, I think consistency is one of the most important, if not the most important thing for standing out from the noise, and it's, you know, and something that we all can learn from the idea that, you know, consistency ultimately is something easy that we can all do, yet most of us struggle, and most of us, uh, you know, think of ourselves as not being consistent, and that's, that's been me my entire career, my entire life, and know I even I had a very successful podcast for many years and it was a weekly podcast and I used to say you know I can't guarantee what time of the day the podcast will drop I just know it'll drop on Tuesdays because I knew like I just couldn't you know I I convinced myself that I couldn't be that level of consistent and I couldn't kind of you know that wasn't something that I was possible in my life the way that I do things but as I mentioned you know today's day 76 and day 76 of a daily podcast. I, I launched a daily podcast on November 11th. Uh, it's called uh, NFT 365. And it was actually a challenge that uh, my business partner actually gave to me on November 5th. He said, Brian, he's like, you know, if we're gonna go all in on NFTs and we're gonna switch our business model, we really just need to create content. We should do a podcast. And I, I looked at him, and I said, I, I agree. We should definitely do a podcast. I think it's a great you know, opportunity. I was like, but you know what, this space it's changing too fast. Things are going on at a rate that I'm just, I think it's too wild. I, I don't think I could do it unless I was doing a daily podcast. And I will tell you, I said that because it was kind of like an out. I was like, dude, I'm, like, I'm not doing a, a daily podcast. Like, that's just insane. Who would even think about doing that? And and Drew, my business partner, looked across at me. He's like, I think you should. I think you should do that. And I was like, man, I am ADHD. Like, consistency is not something that I am great at. And you know he kind of fired back when we were talking about he's like but if you believe in it don't you think it's worth trying it out and you know I kind of laughed about it and I said well you know if we're gonna do a, a daily podcast why don't we do something cool and like why don't I buy an NFT every single day for a year and then let's like sell it all at the end of the year as like one big collection and like let's go for it and he of course started laughing he's like oh you just kind of want to pile things on and, and I will tell you like for me you know, looking back now seventy six days you know after we launched this podcast, you know I, I mentioned that self-awareness side. And I know, for me, when I say things like that or I add things to to things that I am challenged with, it's often as a place for me to build in an excuse. By me adding on a task to a challenge that I was already scared or believed I might struggle with uh, accomplishing, for me adding on this additional task was really just like the well hey listeners if you enjoy listening to breakfast with champions we can bet you care about your daily routine do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine it's the perfect morning glenn has written a free ebook called the morning five five simple steps to an extraordinary morning if you can transform your morning you can transform your life head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day if it fails i can just blame the fact that i decided i wanted to buy an nft every day and it wasn't the fact that i couldn't be consistent with a podcast and you know in my head on that day november 5th it was very much to the idea of like Well, we'll see how long this lasts. I I think I even joked, and I was like, "You know, what are you buying me if I make it to Christmas, uh, doing this podcast every single day, and you know, running my business and and doing the things that I'm doing?" And you know, the probably the smartest thing that I did of this whole you know situation was that I said, "You know what? I love numbers. I'm a big numbers guy. Why don't we launch it on 11/11/21, so that we can actually you know the it'll end up you know next year on 11/11/22." And, you know, for those that don't know, you know, the book that I've written and the podcast, the other podcast I host is titled Press the Damn Button. And it's kind of the keynote and what I'm known for. And for me, I've always just believed in, in learning through action and being willing to kind of fail out loud and, and kind of bring people along on the journey. And, and I will tell you, the, you know, the reason that I wanted to buy an NFT every single day was because I don't like... Uh, working in a space or advocating for a technology or a platform that is situated to only reward or incentivize the one percenters or those that are, you know, that are, you know, let's just face it, either well off or have the money at their disposal. And and I I fully believe, and I am all in on NFTs, as they will, you know, impact every aspect of our business and lives. And I believe that we will all have these – uh, aspects where we are going to be able to uh, reinvent the way that we track things, the way that we uh, share value online. But I do understand that right now, to get into the to this space, it requires money. It requires you know a, a fairly decent amount of money to kind of uh, kind of play into the NFT space. And so the idea for me was, if I buy an NFT every single day, I can have people learn with me, come along on the journey without having to put any money on the line. And We've been going through this process, and I spend about four hours a day, every single day, researching these projects that we're going to buy each day. And right now, we've spent a little over thirty-five thousand uh, dollars total on the NFTs. Now th- we've we've bought seventy-five. We have one. We'll have to. Uh, we have a couple that we're we're choosing between for today. And I, since that day, November eleventh, for me, I I discovered something new about like myself. And I think this is where the the lesson was was you know, before the global pandemic, before the world was put on pause, I don't believe I was capable of reflecting in the moment on a challenge of doing something that I've convinced myself that it was because I'm neurodiverse and because I've never been great at being consistent and I I have dyslexia and those things that, you know, really were all the things that kind of, they weren't excuses because they are something that impacts every minute of every day but I also recognized, you know, in myself when I looked at the, you know, the last two years that we've been going through, was that I also realized that I do go all in with things, but sometimes I go all in in a way that makes me comfortable. I'm not often willing to go all in in a in an opportunity that allows me to continue to be curious. And so over these 75 days, it's been a, a it's been a challenge. It's been uh, interesting, but I will tell you, it's been more fun than I could have ever imagined. And and when I set out on the journey, I, I, will, th- I will tell you, and I'm guessing probably most people in the room, you know, if you had a guess, if, if the podcast daily or buying an NFT every day, which one was more challenging or time consuming? I, I'm assuming most would assume that the podcast would be. You know, and I am a team of one uh, for the most part when it comes to the podcast. So I, I do each of the episodes. Most of them are solo episodes. We do two guest interviews uh, each day or each week. Uh, I record almost all of them on the day that the podcast goes out. I'm the one that, you know, records it. I'm the one that edits the audio. I upload it to the server. I'm the one that pushes it out across our social media. You know, I do have a team that does our our video editing and and work on the website, but all that side is mine. And I will tell you, I was blown away at the podcast element is actually not the hard part. It's actually this idea of buying an NFT every day and recognizing that, you know, I have a responsibility to those that are following along on this journey, to come along and and, and really pick projects that, uh, you know, are aligned with my values and you know under are, are connected with the things that I care about. And when I when I think back ar- across these you know these 76 days and and the, I think the challenge for all of us to to think about is you know what are the things that we're telling ourselves today, that thanks to you know kind of the the revelations or the, the moments that we've had, you know, because w- our world was forced to pause, that maybe we need to ta- stop telling ourselves that, or maybe we need to challenge ourselves that say, yeah, you know, before, you know, the world was forced to stop and we were, you know, had to kind of realign our priorities in life, you know, maybe that was something I, I couldn't do, but maybe I could do it now. And I will say, you know, just like anything that you, you're doing consistently, you know, when someone would say, well, you know, it takes you a certain amount of days and then once you do it this many days, you, you're you're good to go. And I remember when a friend said, you know, you need to get to episode 62 because uh, you know it's 62 miles between uh, the Earth and space. And I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. I, I wasn't really aware of that. And he said, you know, and and much like you know uh, you know the journey for being consistent, you know, 62 is is, is a perfect you know way of looking at it because like just like when a rocket goes to space the the first mile is the is the hardest just like when you're starting a project and then you know it starts to get a little bit easier and then but you're still pushing through but when you get to that mile 62 and you get out into that atmosphere uh, of space is where things become easier and things kind of you hit your stride and you know i i actually talked about that exact thing on episode 62 of the podcast but i will tell you the the challenge the true test Actually it happened to me two days ago, and I was about to say what day of the week that was, but Brad, I, I have no idea what day of that week it was two days ago, but it was my it was my oldest daughter's birthday. It, uh, she turned 12 years old. Uh, I, I, I'm one year away from having a, a teenage daughter, which is just uh, an amazing journey. And and so my oldest daughter's birthday was on the 24th, and it was the div- it was the first day that it was really the the challenge was put on me on you know, am I going to make this happen? And, you know, I did, I I recorded a couple episodes before Christmas, so I didn't have to do it on Christmas Day, and I kind of made it through the holidays, and I was proud of that, but what the challenge happened, and the way it worked was, you know, on my daughter's birthday, I had a busy day, and I had a one-hour block for my podcast episode, and I was really excited for this topic, and I'll tell you, I, I dropped 48 minutes of pure fire. Like, I was... I had my standing desk up. I was really excited about this topic. I was, you know, dialed in and I mean I was just completely happy with it. And we're getting ready to go to, to take my daughter out to you know a steak dinner and, and go out and celebrate her birthday. And I and I was, you know, finished the recording. I was moving it over to my software. And I looked at my software and I'm like, where are all the bars for the recording? Like why don't they why aren't the bars there? And and I recorded video and audio and I'm like what in the world's going on? I'm hitting the button, I can't figure out why my speakers aren't working. And I looked over to the left, and there's a little red button on my, my roadcaster, which is the, the, soft the, the device that I use to record my podcast. And if that red button is on, it means that my microphone is muted. I recorded 48 minutes of fire on mute. There was no audio recorded. And at that moment, that feeling of, uh-oh, here it is because I went to my daughter's birthday party, we, we went out and had a great dinner, we went and you know, had our cake and, uh, and I came home and, and the true test was in that moment when anyone that's done any kind of content or you've delivered something and maybe you have to do it a second time or it wasn't recorded or uh, you know, the, the battery died halfway through or whatever that may be, you know, you, everyone knows that like, doing it the second time it's never gonna be as good. And I knew that, I've, I've, I've hosted five podcasts over the years, I do a lot of live video and it was, it was I, I looked at my, I stood by my desk and I realized at that moment, it was like, you know what? I, I can handle this. And I, I recognized, I, I was like, I can't do the same topic because I know that won't be as good. And I looked at my shot list of all of the topics that I had coming up and I, and I picked my favorite one of them. And I dropped, you know, 35 minutes of a really good podcast episode at 1045 at night on uh, the night of my daughter's birthday. And I will tell you, like, as I hit publish and I put that out there, to me, it wasn't mile sixty-two. It was actually, you know, that episode seventy-four where, you know, I really had to be committed to not only, you know, keeping the energy up at that point of the night, but also, you know, kind of dialing myself in and understanding like what were my goals and my my mission. And and I will say I opened up my my Discord server. I have a Discord server for our project. And I opened up the Discord server and I must have had 40 or 50 messages. From people in the Discord saying, Brian, where's the where's your where's the podcast episode? We don't want you to miss a day, Brian. We, we, uh, you know where can we message you? And and then people are actually asking each other like, who has Brian's cell phone number? Someone needs to call him to make sure that he has the podcast coming. And I will tell you, you know, the I've done f- five podcasts uh, prior to this one, and uh, they've been very successful. They've been very uh, successful uh, both from listening, but also you know monetizing. I, I had some really great sponsors over the years like Adobe and and Oracle, and IBM uh, that have sponsored my podcast. And, and it's something that has been I've just been very blessed with. But this podcast just recently cracked the top 25 both in the United States and UK. It's actually the top 10 in Australia. It's number one in Dubai, uh, the UAE. And it's blown me away at the reception and the connection people have, have had to this podcast. And for me, like part of it comes back to that idea of you know, when I sat on the train and I threw out the you know the concept of, you know, I would have to do it daily, it was like the excuse for me to be like, okay, I'm not doing a podcast. And then Drew challenged me to do it and I, I was gonna not back down from the challenge, but I also added that crutch on top of it that said, well, we're gonna buy an NFT every day, knowing that if, if, if it got too tough, I could just blame that for the reason. But I, w- I will tell you, we're gonna make 365 days. And it's something that uh, for me, you know, as someone that you know for the longest time believed that I wasn't, you know, my my brain wasn't designed or I wasn't capable of being consistent, I recognized it was the self-talk that was giving me that kind of like reasoning and excuses to not make that happen. And so, I will say the lesson for me, and the hopefully the lesson that everyone kind of takes out of that, is that we we have to recognize that you know we are living in a different time. We have also changed and evolved, and we have to also be willing to challenge our own narratives, our own self-talk. We have to recognize that curiosity is not about only trying something new, but it's about recognizing the things that maybe we weren't willing to try previously, and be willing to try them again now. And I'm so thankful that I, you know, took on that challenge. That I, I've jumped on this, you know, bandwagon. And uh, and the success of the podcast, I believe, is is truly on the daily concept that people now are you know, looking for me to you know, be part of their workout and they'll message me and say, Brian, I'm not walking my dog until that podcast shows up. And so you know, for anyone that's out there and you're kind of questioning your ability to deliver something consistently and, and you're questioning you know, maybe the things that you've always told yourself, I think right now is a great time to push past those limits and hopefully you know, strive to go bigger and better because you really don't know what is possible or you don't know what's something that you tell yourself, you know, like, hey, th- it's impossible, Brian. You could never do something like I, ca- I, I, I can't brush my teeth. I can't remember to brush my teeth every day, right? Like literally, and I, I, that is something I've struggled with my entire life. And even admitting that is something that can be <laughs> slightly embarrassing. And so it's very, it was very easy for me to say I couldn't be consistent. But uh, the proof is in the in the results and in the pudding, and it's in this in the fact that. You know, we are able to do so much, and things are only impossible to us at the moment because we just haven't done them yet, and we will be the ones that can make these things possible. So with that, I hope you guys, uh, you know, will take that challenge, take on that, that narrative, and, and I truly do believe that we can reimagine, you know, the world, the future, if we're willing to kind of embrace that curiosity that we each have uh, inside. So uh, if you're up for checking out that podcast, you know, I it's for... Newbies in advanced, it's for anyone that's interested in the web three and, and where we're going in the future. It's called NFT 365. It's available on every single podcast player that is out there. Um, but I, yeah, I would love for you to check out the podcast, but uh, you know, more so than anything else, I would love for you to you know check yourself and hopefully challenge yourself uh, to push yourself beyond maybe the limits that you thought you had because uh, you really never know what will those results will be. And, and for me, it's something that uh, I'm very thankful that happened.